Yeah, admit yeah. You maybe you feel stuck or you don't have that catalyst, that exactly. spark yet. But yeah. then, but now you're thinking about it. Yes. Like then we've accomplished our goal. Exactly. That's our goal. It's yes. like you're thinking about that question, then great. Yeah. That, like that's what we want. Yeah. That's definitely our, you know, our goal is to encourage. It's just changed everything in my life. Every single person has a gift to offer the world. And what does that look like? How can we inspire people to do that? Grab onto that and, and be anchored in that because um, their fulfillment lies in their identity, not in their actions. You can kind of sort of BS everybody else, but it's that kind of thing where you know if you're on it or not. Wake up and clean the slate. And you don't have to believe the lies that people have told you. You're not living that to its potential it's a waste. Welcome to the Forgotten Art Project. My name is David. And I'm Shara. We are so excited to be here today. Thank you for joining us. All right. So today we're back with the second part of our first episode. If you didn't hear the first part, you can check that out, kind of leading up to where we're at today. And we'll jump right in and hear what Shara has to say. I mean, honestly, it was like exactly what I needed to, to make this thing move forward like i don't think if you had if you guys had not have called me we definitely wouldn't be sitting here today we definitely wouldn't be saying like ah, we have a new name we're we're launching a podcast like we're moving forward Mm -hmm. so tell me about like why why did you guys call me all of a sudden and just like blast me and say this we want to do this with you oh gosh um i mean i can't speak too much for jeremy i mean he's definitely a big part of it um i mean for him he, I think he was more along the lines with you. He was involved with music. He loved music. And he got to a point where he realized he wasn't doing it very often. He wasn't doing it in an expressive way, in a creative way. And we, um, we've had an intense, like, decade. <laughs> lots and lots of intense things have happened. And the details aren't so much important other than just I feel like we have been humbled (laughs) and we have learned a lot about ourselves and about what we really want out of life. And so I think for Jeremy, um, music is a very intricate part of who he is. Um, He, you know, was in the band with you guys a decade ago. And I think that ever since then, he's really been desiring something like that again, you know, just that connectiveness with the group and working together and supporting each other and figuring things out. Um, He very much missed that and wasn't really finding that in other areas of his life. And so I think that when you pulled in him in for the, um, the band for the album that you'd worked on, um, that was a, a really significant thing for him. And so I'm, you know, I feel like he and I have a pretty good relationship. <laughs> I, 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 we put a high value on our relationship. And so we had a lot of conversations about that. You know, why is that important to him? Why does he value that? I value it and I want to support him in it. And so we're talking about these things and going through these, you know, different thoughts. And I'm realizing that I didn't have that for my life. Um, I, I have um, two incredible small children at home and I love them. Um but I, I focus on them almost all the time. And that does not make me a great human being. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm definitely an extrovert. I, I love interacting with people. I desire to, um, to dive deep to um, 
you know, find the commonalities to uh, inspire and encourage. That's a huge part of who I am. And while I can do that in very, you know, specific ways with my children, I wasn't having things put into me. I wasn't having um, inspiration around myself. And so um, I realized I was falling into depression. And uh, that's something that I had struggled with since maybe high school, on again, off again, depression and or anxiety in some form. And that's a real thing in my life. Mm -hmm. And I realized I was starting to think certain things and say certain things and do certain things and kind of fall into those habits again. And I remember Jeremy and I trying to have a couple of conversations and not really understanding what the, where the conversation was going. I don't know if you guys can relate to that at all, but yeah. you're definitely searching for something in the conversation, but you're not sure what. And then realizing further down the line, um, this was maybe a couple of months ago, you know, after ha trying to have these conversations a couple months ago, I, I realized like, Jeremy, I think I'm getting depressed again. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Um, that's not who I am. That's not a part of my identity. That's not who I'm called to be. I have been given a lot of tools and support over the years, you know, as I've gone through these kinds of issues in the past. And so I know that I do not have to live that way. And so if, you know, if it's being revealed in me that I'm falling back into that depression, then I want to do something about it. And I'm going to, and I want it to be different and I want to change and I don't want to look back. And so it was very much like this, turning point for me. And then because again, I have an incredible husband who loves me and supports me and listens to me in um, lots of different ways. Uh, he, he said, then you have to do that. You have to do that, whatever it looks like. And so because he was talking to you about the band and you guys had come over to practice a few times, uh, I think there was just that, that venue that was already set up, you set it up for us. And so we didn't have to create anything new. We didn't have to, um, we, we resonated with this concept, um, very strongly. And we were now in a place where we said, we want to, we want to do this. We want to do the things that make us feel alive, even though we don't have the time, you know, we have two small children, Jeremy works full time. You know, we just, we have, we're one car family. It's just, there's a lot of obstacles in the way, not, you know, huge dire obstacles. I mean, we're not in a third world country or anything like that. It's still pretty easy to set um, this kind of thing up. We have a lot of opportunities here. So, um, but it, you know, it still wasn't an easy thing, but we felt like we needed to do it. And so I say we, because I think that Jeremy and I independently, separately came to the same conclusion together. And so, um, that's nice. Yeah. It doesn't always happen. It doesn't that way. always happen that way. No. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's a pretty rare thing. Yeah. You know, often Jeremy will learn a lesson years before I will <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah. And so being able to come together at the same time is uh, pretty unique, which is another reason why we thought we need to do this. We need to do this for ourselves and we need to do this because we want to help provide tools for others who are looking for this in their own lives. You know, um, because it's not this specific program like, hey, do these things and your life will change and be better. Right. Because it's not a program. It can relate to every single person in any situation. Yeah. You know, like you said, you can have a single mom who works full time, who comes home and takes care of her kids in the house, but still does certain things to, you know, feel alive. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's writing and diving into her journals or whatever, 
you know, she's doing something that is purposeful for herself um, so that she can be a better human being, so that she can express that uniqueness that's in her. And I, I definitely believe that. I believe that every single person has a uniqueness in them that is just itching to get out. And sometimes we squash it down and say, no, no uniqueness, go yeah. away. It's easier to not think those things and not feel those things. But I think that um, every once in a while something shifts and rocks fall loose and things fall off and you're able to stand up and say, okay, I live in freedom and I can choose to live in that freedom and I can choose to do life differently so that I can feel whole in a way, you know? So I think that's, that's another phrase that I often use is feeling whole. Mm. You know, what can I do to feel whole? Yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of where we've been the last few years and then specifically in the last like six months. This is all pretty, like it's been a long time coming, like yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. A lot of work had to go into us being prepared for this. But I think at the same time, it was like, boom, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you said some things in there that are, are very interesting. And like, you know, we were talking about earlier with with the news and how it's generally like mm. negative sensational stuff. And like what we're wanting to do is just like have these conversations around, you know, wholeness or what makes you feel alive and improving yourself. Because I totally a hundred percent believe that if we're doing that, if we're like actively pursuing that, then we are affecting every single person around us mm-hmm. because we're a better person. We yes. can, we can put more into that person or this thing or mm-hmm. your, your kid or your spouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you're not like, you know, like you're saying, like you get into that, you know, depression or whatever it is for you of just not being yourself, then it it's not, yeah, we're not going, it's either you're going backwards or you're going forwards, right? Mm-hmm. There's no like really kind of middle ground, really. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. And so, you know, I think that's like my biggest hope with this is just to have that conversation and like, Mm-hmm. have you know other people also having the conversation with us and maybe like they, they hear this one thing that's like yeah you know what that is so true and and then then you know then they go and they change this one little thing and then that impacts all the people in their life mm-hmm. and like you know so yeah yeah it's just a great i think it's a it's a cool opportunity and yeah. i don't the the fears that i have with like being more vulnerable and talking about things to like potentially a lot of people listening is like that is less of a thing than like the potential that we can have to like make the world a better place. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's ultimately why we're like, yeah, this is a go. Yeah. And and I'm so thankful that you guys at the right time came in and said like, yeah, we want to be a part. This resonates because like I said, I, I didn't have, much left in my bandwidth and you helped revive it. Like, <laughs> like now we're doing it. This is the first, you know, yeah. Well, podcast, episode number one. We'll have to thank you because like I said before, if you hadn't set things up for us, I think Jeremy and I, you know, have a strong desire to, um, you know, create and be a part of something unique. And um, we like, you know, smaller groups of things that can be more specific rather than working at the big thing that's kind of broad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that just we aren't in a place in our lives where we could have focused the kind of attention that you focused on it mm-hmm. to get it really set up. And so, yeah, I just think it, a lot of good things were coming together yeah. at the right time. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely felt like that too with the music stuff, which is mm-hmm. like all the right pieces, right? They just clicked. So. 
Yeah. Regardless of whatever you happens with that. Scanned, like, you kind of like skimmed over the fact that you wrote an entire album. Whoa. I mean, you don't have to brag about it or anything, but that's <clears> kind <throat> of a big experience right there. What was what was that like to sit down and be like, this stuff is just pouring, was it pouring out of you? Yeah, I, I couldn't stop. I, I literally would, like, couldn't stop and would stop whatever mm -hmm. I was in the middle of. And I would, like, write lyrics and stuff. It was, like, a crazy, inspiring um few more than a few months but like yeah it was like okay i have all these things that i've learned that i want to talk about and all of this creative juice and i'm not really sure like what this other direction in my life is particularly going to look like in the next 10 years i'm trying to figure that out and so like but this feels like very much important to me at the moment yes. so you know just kind of going going with that and um yeah, trying not to like not to force anything at all for sure. It did I didn't have to force anything. It was just Yeah. Crazy. It was super fun. What um what kinds of things were you thinking? I mean, you're you're writing the music, but you're also writing the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And where were some of those lyrics coming from? From life experiences and things that I was seeing and things that I was learning and um, you know, like some of the stuff we're talking about today, like one of the songs is about like going on adventure and being alive and I love going on adventures and how like what? the night before you can't sleep because you're so pumped about this objective that you have tomorrow that's like maybe a little bit scary but also totally awesome yeah yeah so uh -huh. you know so, like that or like then uh like just being present with people and another song about that and um a song about like what stress can do to us and just seeing like all of my clients and you know people over the years and seeing how stress affects them and mm. and not like trying to say like this in any way like this is how you should live your life in the songs but just like observations of like this is what I you know have seen and have been learning and and I, I just doesn't ever really resonate with me that like there's like a a billion love songs, right? Yes. Like I didn't even have the the need to go down that road. I'm like, what could mm -hmm. I possibly say that hasn't already been said in that in that category? So it was more for me. It was more like life lessons and themes and that kind of stuff. Um. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, finding um, finding something that works specifically for you. You know, finding your specific voice. Uh, it's not, I think it's interesting because it's not going to resonate with everyone. It's going to resonate, hopefully, deeply with a few specific people. Yeah. And so that's why I'm so excited that we're doing this as an interview podcast. Because I, I want to pull those other people. Because you and I, you know, we, we have a lot of commonalities and we can have similar personality things happening and stuff like that. So to be able to pull in different people and uh, have them talk through their experiences and then um, dive into their, you know, unique choices. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm really looking forward to mm -hmm. is um, that what's that drive yeah. for each person? Yeah, the catalyst. Yes. I'm very interested in that too. Yes. Because I know that there's a lot of people out there that are like, I don't have a thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What's my thing? I'm yeah. not excited about anything. Yeah. And so You're like, like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, I can relate to that on some level where like you you have periods of your of life or time where you're just like not you're uninspired and nothing yeah. really seems like that exciting. But, yeah. um, you know, having that conversation where like, what what was the catalyst? Was it something when you were a kid? Was it something now? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, 
and like you said, finding the commonalities and maybe that could be helpful for somebody who hasn't found their thing and like, oh, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that, that part of it because I think that it's different for everybody. Yes. And what sparks you. Yes. Gets you pumped. Exactly. We'll get you pumped. Right, and it can change too. And I like that flexibility of like, okay, well, obviously when you're a kid, you, you have your like childhood dream. Like um, my daughter just told me like, dad, I want to be an artist when I grow up. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like when I was a kid, I wanted to be like a zoologist. Interesting. You know, which is totally weird yeah. uh, compared to where I'm at in my life now. But being open to like things are going to change, passions are going to change and evolve and grow and like be, being like totally okay with that. Mm. And like, you know, because and then like coming back to the music thing, like I was kind of angry that I'd let it go for so long and didn't do any mm-hmm. music, but then came to like, hey, like this is okay. Because now like all these life experiences that happened be- up until yes. then are now the inspiration for what I'm doing. Yes. And so it's, and it's okay. Yes. Um, I totally want to interrupt for just yeah. there because that's a newer concept to me. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll get deep for a second. But uh, I don't know about you, but in my life, I've sectioned, I've sectioned a lot of my life off. You know, that was this part of my life. That was this part of my life. That was this part of my life. And I put them in bubbles. And I think that I had, I don't think, I know I had um, a, a few really great conversations over the last few months, mostly with really amazing women. And uh, to have another person look at you and say, those things aren't bad. Um, you, you might've had bad things happen in those sections of your life, but those times weren't bad and you learned things during that time. So don't section yourself off from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have freedom from your past, but also moving forward, um, and finding strength in the things that you have learned. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. I, that's a, a, a newer lesson in freedom that I've been experiencing recently um, as part of this process for me. And so, um, whereas maybe you've gone through this process a little bit, you know, more in the last few years, this is still new for me, mm-hmm. you know, up and I'm, I'm still full-time stay-at-home mom right now. Like this is still my life and, and um, the mental and emotional and like spiritual things that I'm going through in my brain and my heart, it's still really fresh, but it's such an incredible thing because you're learning new things all the time. And um, I'm definitely learning to live in that freedom um, from my past, but, but also take those lessons and say, that's, that was me. That is me. And so I can still take that and be that person and have that strength or whatever it was that I learned during that period of my life. And so, I don't know. That was just my side note, my little side note. Just for, a little side just note. Just a little side no note. No big for, deal. For what you're talking about, because I definitely. No, yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's so big. I mean, you. <laughs> every time I look back at like, when is the most growth that I've had in my life? It's, it's whenever like things were really hard. <laughs> yeah. Why? Things were really hard, right? We don't, we don't tend to grow as much when things are really good and really easy. I mean, not to say that we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a cool part of like asking this question too, is like, if we're constantly saying, okay, what makes me feel alive? Well, how can I impact? How can I do? And then maybe you can have a lot of growth in a good state, but often yeah. like the, the negative things that are happening are, are something that's saying like, 
take a look at what's going on you know like evaluate evaluate it like what is you know how can we change how can we move forward is this like i think like coming back to my mentor and one of the things that i've learned the most was always stop and take like 100 percent responsibility for mm. yourself mm-hmm. and like why you're there mm-hmm. i that is like uh, maybe the single like more important than like what makes you feel alive like taking responsibility mm-hmm. for it and it's so hard to do it's so hard you like <laughs> like stopping yourself when you're blaming somebody else or some situation oh, or something yeah. that's going on and saying like but wait like is this actually me is this my problem yeah is the hardest freaking thing yeah in the world but so powerful because mm-hmm. then you can change it Mm-hmm. Like exactly. If it, you know, and most of the time the answer is yes, it is me. Yeah. Yeah. You could be, <laughs> guess what? You could be doing something different. Yeah. You could be better. Yeah. What? I mean, sometimes like, like there are extraneous circumstances that, you know, yeah. Are, yeah. are difficult that maybe don't have a ton to do with you. But at, at some level, there's still some level of like responsibility that, okay, well, I made this decision that put me into this situation. Yeah. Right. So, um, well, and I mean, of course, everybody can take responsibility for certain things, but like you were just trying to say, I think being more specific, there are such situations where people are in trouble, they're in need, yes. they are being hurt or abused. And so those are very specific situations where it's like, yes, you can stop and reflect and say, what can I take responsibility for? But they also, um, maybe all they're taking responsibility for is saying, I need help. Yeah. Because there's really not anything else that they can do. Yeah. And um, they need a lot of support and a lot of encouragement and love from, you know, somebody specific or from their community. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're not talking about those kinds. Right. Thank we're, you for bringing that up. No, I'm yeah. just being very like, yeah. if, like if somebody is listening to this and like you're genuinely are being harmed or are having a difficult time, like do not feel like we're telling you. Yeah, it's that your you, fault. Yeah, that's yeah. your fault. You need to take responsibility for it because right. sometimes there's just, you know, situations in life where it is not your fault and you can be released from that. But yeah. But you maybe do just need to say, I need help. Yeah. That would be the only thing I would encourage, you know, somebody in a very, very different and difficult situation. Yeah. yeah. Than maybe what we're talking about. Absolutely. I think we're talking about something different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about like, you know, going through something that was difficult, that maybe was self-inflicted and mm-hmm. then stopping your automatic reaction like what you learned maybe when you were younger and like mm-hmm. retraining your brain to say like, you know, how can I reframe yes. the situation? How can I have a better attitude about this? And like, it is not easy. I'm, no, it's not yeah. easy. I feel like I'm just now like getting a little bit better at it. You know, really? not, not that I've like mastered it in any just way. Just now getting a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. And like totally honest, like it's, I feel like that's a forever work in progress. Oh, yeah. For the rest of life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, but um, I have a term for it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I, call it? Oh, yeah. I call it well, whip, whiplash. Ah. I call it whiplash. So you go through these periods of time where you're you're being nourished and you're you're gaining knowledge and you're gaining experience and you're learning how to do and be and the thoughts are coming together and they're connecting with the physical actions and you're like yes all right i can do this and then a couple days go by and the whiplash happens yeah. oh, i'm sorry i keep clapping 
<laughs> but smacked uh, in the face. <laughs> smacked in the face. That's a good audio visual. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes <laughs> you get smacked in the face, and it's it's. Um, I've learned to start calling the whiplash humility, mm. um, because I'm hoping that that's what it really is. Mm-hmm. I'm ho- and I think that's something that you always need is you know you gain knowledge and experience and you hopefully get a chance to say wow okay maybe i can do this yeah. i can do this i am doing this and then there's that humility element that comes in and says well yes you can but you need to remember that you are also dependent on and um whether that's your community or a significant other or god you are dependent on we are we are only human <laughs> and that's how we work we kind of work in this um, ebb and flow kind of a thing. But yeah, I call it whiplash. Nice. Yeah. I experience it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yay. Yay. Oh, man. Yeah. Let's see. What else was I going to ask you? Mm. I know. I we haven't. Re- mm. I don't feel like we've really even gotten to the questions. Yeah, but that's not. I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's David and Shara. Yeah. <laughs> Never looking at their questions. Um, right. well, so far, like how, how has this improved your life? Just being involved so far. Like we haven't even done anything yet, quote unquote, I know, done right? anything yet. But yet Justin and I were just talking about, by the way, Justin is our, one of our, yeah. hi, Justin, guys. <laughs> he's the man he's sitting here right now. Um, I know. just talking about like how much prep work you've done to, uh, you know, line up interviews and all that kind of stuff. So, well, that's the fun part for me. That's honestly I am the 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 interviews and the conversations are awesome but this isn't this isn't even work or anything this is just right oh darn I get to go hang out with awesome people and talk to them like that's not even anything um anything difficult um so the the fun part for me the exciting part for me is that I get to get out of the house (laughs) And and I get to get out of the house with a real goal, a goal to meet and interact with people. And um, I get to seek out individuals who are um, in their own ways, uh, going through their own process of doing what makes them feel alive. Um, I get to talk to people who are saying, I see something, I see a need, and I'm choosing to take responsibility for that need. Um, you know, whether it's uh, in government and they're saying, you know what, I have a voice and I think that I can represent others' voices and um, I see a need to say and do things. And so I'm going to run and stand up for this. Um, that's just an example. You know, you you talk to people who work in health and fitness and you hear a totally different perspective from them, but it's still that drive to say, I want to see somebody accomplish goals and break down boundaries that they've had in their lives. Um, I mean, there's a couple of the interviews that you've already done um, and put up on YouTube that it's just astounding. You know, you hear this that one woman who's talking about her past and how it's just now later on in life that she's really breaking through some of the feelings and things that she's gone through in her past. Yeah, and I... Like that's, like, a, that's a long, like she is in her 60s, right? Yeah. So I hope that that can be like those kinds of things to be so encouraging for yes. people who feel like, yes. oh, like it took her 30 years yeah. to like kind of yeah. start like coming alive again and like going through some really difficult things. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just think that it's amazing because this, this can, 
connect with anybody, you know? Um, I mean, I think it's very apparent that we're a very specific personality type and there's obviously a billion other personality types out there. And there are a lot of people who are slow and steady. You know, they have woken up, gotten dressed, gone to school, you know, um, gone to their jobs, taken care of their families, um, you know, maybe struggled physically, struggled with finances, but they've been reliable and they have, um, done their due diligence in life. Um, but what what are the things that make them feel alive and how are they expressing that? And are they getting an opportunity to or do they think that that's just something that, quote unquote, artists do? Yeah. Are they are they even asking? The are they even asking that question? Because, yeah. yeah, if we're if we're talking like as an avatar, that kind of specific person yeah. is like the baby boomers kind of like that generation which I have a huge admiration for yes. their work ethic. Yes. They are the hardest working like generation of yeah. people. And uh well specific I think we can kind learn. of work ethic. A very specific kind of work yeah, ethic. Yeah, yeah. And I think that and like responsibility and like taking care of the family and like yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe being able to ask them that yeah. question and you know, but then on the, the other side of the spectrum, like millennials. <laughs> Everybody makes fun of millennials, and technically, I guess I'm like part. I know. Like I, at think, the tail end of I think that, we're, but we're almost, like a weird but not. middle ground of millennials. We're in the beautiful in between. The beautiful in between, yeah. We're some <laughs> nice. That's a great way to put it. Um, who maybe, who maybe fall to the the other side of that, like only asking, like, "Hey, what makes me feel like?" and not having the like the work ethic, the practical application, the practical application of that. And so, I think it, it'll be cool as we go through and we talk to people and see, like. Yeah. different ages and different types of how like we can learn different things from different generations and as generalities and then specifically yeah. from individuals and yeah you know so that's what I'm excited about yeah. I mean there's so many elements to this that I'm excited about but that's the part that I get to take the initiative on and do independently um not that I don't love working with you guys <laughs> <laughs> but it's the it's something that I can take the reins on and make my own and uh, I, I basically have a reason to go and do anything, to meet people and to say, you know, I, I would like to know a little bit more about you, even if it's just for five minutes or 10 minutes or half an hour. And if I feel like they're resonating with the way that I talk, because side note, um, this is this is a specific concept, but I think this is the way that I think in yeah. a lot of, um, you know, unique ways. Yeah. I think that I think how am I supposed to be myself? And it's been only recently that I feel like I've been given the reins or the tools to say, well, then go and be yourself. <laughs> then, then, then you then should be living it. that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I can do this all the time. Yeah. I can just be myself all the time. That's just, again, a mind blowing thing for me. Yeah. And so, um, getting a chance to go out and then speak the way that I would normally speak, because this is again, how I think and how I think my, my heart feels and to see how people resonate with it. Yeah. And if I'm speaking with somebody and they're saying, what the heck you're talking about? Like, I don't even, what? Yeah. But maybe I tap into something and they say, oh, what? Yeah. Maybe they're like, well, that's sure. There's something different about her. Yeah, right? Well, that's always. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a concept. Absolutely. But maybe there's something different about what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Um, also, I don't want to like correct you resonate i think you mean resonate 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 a hundred percent let's get this yeah let's get this out into the world it's okay she said that about 10 times so everybody oh, yeah. it's resonate yeah a hundred percent i have this sixth grade spelling level 
I'm not kidding. Like if there, if there wasn't technology today, nobody would ever be able to read my words. I just nice. have horrible spelling and I have horrible pronunciation. <laughs> so yes, you will and can correct me. I accept that in awesome. my life. Okay. That, is a, that is a, that's a fault that <clears throat> I am comfortable with and will take correction. Um, but yes, yeah, so that, that's really exciting. Um, being given an excuse basically to go out and meet anybody and everybody and to talk to people. Um, you know, I can open up my laptop and answer a few emails, but then I can call people and call people on my phone and talk to other grownups. And I can, you know, I can go somewhere on the weekends and, um, you know, I went to an opening for something a couple weekends ago and I met a, a great group of people and got to just kind of start talking to them about, you know, sports. I'm not a big outdoors person like you are, (laughs) but to be able to kind of hear the perspective of where that thrill comes from and that interest comes from. So, uh, I, yeah, I really am enjoying it so far and it's work just because I don't always have the time. Sometimes your kids get sick. Sometimes you get sick and there's just no, it's not happening. And sometimes that happens for three or four days and then you get, and then randomly you'll get a day where you're just like, okay, I'm going to do this and I can do this. And so, yeah, cool. that's been my experience so far. Awesome. Yeah, I think what you said, just like the the excuse and opportunity to just be yourself all the time. Yes. And like we shouldn't have to have right? an excuse or an opportunity. Right. Like we should just always be okay with that. But yes. sometimes it's nice to have like a vehicle for it. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and yeah, I think that's probably something that a lot of us struggle with. Is yes. Not being ourselves all the time. And for whatever reason, like culturally or, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's also cool. I've been thinking about like how when I get like when we go out and meet people, we go to these different events. And, uh, there's a cool event. We'll I know. I'm really about, excited. That about we're excited about coming up in mm-hmm. a couple months. We'll definitely be talking about that mm-hmm. um, and hopefully interviewing those guys. Um, but anyways, like what I'm if I'm doing a dance over here? What if instead <laughs> of like walking into the room and you're like, oh hi, you know, hi, how's it going? My name is David. Uh, you know, like. Oh yeah, did you see that it snowed today? I mean, like, oh hey, hey, my name is David. Like, what gets you excited to wake up in the morning? And like, right? that's the first thing you say to somebody. Like, how would that? What would that be like? And I think right? that like, I'm gonna try to gain enough courage to to start doing that mm-hmm. this year is one of my goals mm-hmm. um, to, to change mm-hmm. change how I do things. And because nobody really cares about the weather, you no. know, and like, but no. we care well, about I mean, this other are. stuff and maybe it's like, there are scientists you're, who do. you're jumping in <laughs> too quick and it might make some people feel uncomfortable and it's not like culturally normal, but that's but, kind of fun. Right? But it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, okay. And that, I mean, I understand how that would be like terrifying for some people, yes. but it's not that terrifying for me <laughs> No, because I've talked to a lot of people, you know, when you sit down with complete strangers and ask them about their whole life and their their whole health background, you know, you get comfortable with like mm-hmm. talking to people in that regard. So, yeah. I mean, I could do that with moms, definitely. I mean, the amount of intimacy that you can go into with a, another woman just because she's a mom is can be almost instantaneous, you know, like what was your birth process like and yeah. do you breastfeed and, you know, what, how, how often do you sleep through the night? Right. Like you can get to know another woman very quickly just because she and you both have that in common so yeah yeah so it'll be interesting to try that out on not moms (laughs) i uh i just went down to tucson this last week and (coughs) i sat down next to um very nice gentleman 
And um, he and I kind of felt each other out like, hey, are you going to fall asleep or, you know, are you going to be chatty or do I want you to be chatty? You know, the little dance you do when you first sit down. And my daughter thankfully fell asleep, fell asleep on my lap, but she fell asleep in like super awkward way. So, you know, you're holding her with one arm and it falls asleep and there's just no moving. And so I'm awake sitting there with nothing to do for like two hours. I'm like, yay, she's sleeping crap, what the F am I going to do for the next two hours? So I thankfully, this gentleman next to me started talking, and I did that. I, I was like, so where do you come from? Uh, what do you what do you enjoy? What are you interested in? And we got to a point where he's like, you're asking a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm like, well, do you mind? I'd rather, this is a part of who I am. I enjoy getting to know people, and we don't have a lot of time, and so I'm doing it quickly, and do you mind? And he's like, no, I'm never going to see you again. I don't care. Ask whatever you want. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and, and I know, I know. Justin's laughing over here. My husband did the same thing. He just went, ooh. I mean, did not know what he was getting yeah. into. Um, and so I was just like, what's what's the thing that you regret the most in your life? And it had been something. He answered. And it had been something that he had been talking about throughout the two hours that we had a conversation for about two hours. And he had been talking about this one thing. And when I asked that question at the end of the conversation he he brought this thing up again but his viewpoint on it was different because he was saying I understand that I should have seen these things and I didn't and I should have done these things and I didn't and and just like what you were saying it's one of the first actions that you can take is um, taking personal responsibility for yourself what can I do what can I do even if it's just throwing your hand up saying help I'm drowning Mm -hmm. That's one thing you can do. And if it's other things like, hey, you know, I've heard a lot of people in my life and maybe I need to ask for forgiveness and say, I'm sorry, I screwed up. Or um, maybe you need to go to somebody and say, hey, you hurt me and I need you to acknowledge that you hurt me. Uh, there's There's just so many different things that you can do to kind of start with that process. And I just, I saw it exemplified. Yeah, I'm gonna like question how I say something. Oh, yeah. Exemplified in this mini conversation with this man who kind of got to this end resolution of, well, I regret this, but the perspective on it now that we've been talking about it for a while is different. And I just was like, wow, that's yeah, right. It's like a moth to a flame. You know, you just you see this light happen, Mm -hmm. and your eyes and your um, my husband. We live with roommates, and they're like couple of our best friends. So we're really close with them. And, um, they, my husband and my friend last night said that I get a look, I get a look, a genuine look on my face. I didn't know I did, but when I'm listening intently and hearing and waiting for that flame to turn on and it's just, it's an, it's a powerful thing and it's a beautiful thing. And I, I love encouraging that process in others and seeing that accomplished in somebody in that moment. It's just, I mean, how would you describe it? This is me trying, but it's just an incredible thing. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're doing this. I know, right? right? We're just to have that conversation that makes, you know, makes some little tweak in how we think about things that and, and, you know, at the very, like, most selfish level, we get to learn from other people. Yes. We get to learn, like, hey, yes. what what did you? And, you know, yes. and then hopefully lots of other people will also be able to learn things and apply yeah. to your own life. And just having real conversations yeah. is, 
I think an important thing in this age of like tweets and fake, like this is how I present myself to mm. the world on social media, even though it's probably nothing like what is actually going on. And this like, I can say whatever I want to say because there's no <laughs> retribution sort of mentality that we have. Um, and so I, th I think this is like a, a vehicle to, to combat that yes. at a level and not like, like we're going at war with social media and not like that, but no. just to like say, well, I mean, we, we see a value in social media. We yeah, do, we do be, use it as a tool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, and I actually struggle with social media a lot. Like I, I don't, I, it what do takes, you think that's really about? I, I think, yeah, what do I think that's really about? Because <laughs> it's not social media's fault. No, no, no like, it's not is, social media's fault. It's, it's, you, um, struggle my, with? I struggle with the fact that, uh, I am wasting my time largely when I'm on there. So like, if I, if I go on there, like why, why am I on social media? I'm not interacting mm. with my kids. Mm. I'm not like creating this new thing because I love creating whatever it is, whatever project I'm working on, not creating. I'm not working out, taking care of my health. I'm not spending time outside. I'm not like calling a friend who maybe needs to be called. You know, I'm just like mm. scrolling. I'm scrolling. Yes. And that is like such a waste. And so it, I get mad at myself at the most basic level. Yeah. And then also, you know, you just, you go and you get sucked into the comments and you see all these people fighting and like that does nothing constructive for, for life. Like what, how is that constructive? Unless you're like, what I've been trying to do lately with it is just say, okay, this is a tool. I'm going to go like quickly just see what is going on in people's lives at the most basic level, or I'm going to go like research this thing. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm looking, I'm trying to learn about something, well then I'm going to go find a group that's about that thing. Mm -hmm. So I can see what other people are doing in that Facebook group about the specific thing that I'm trying to learn and using it more as like a tool yeah. or a way to share like my creations and like what I'm creating. And that's like what we'll use it for as, yeah. as the Forgotten Art Project is to, to share our creations, to share our conversations. Yeah. And it'll be an, ex I really think it'll be how we want to use it. It'll be an extension. Yeah. You know, um, it's not the thing. It's no. just to share what the thing is. Mm -hmm. So we're having a conversation and then we'll bring people on and we'll do interviews and have a conversation. But in a social media group, um, we're, we're giving others the opportunity to be a part of that greater conversation. Yeah. So let's talk about it. We haven't talked about that. So uh, we're going to yeah create a Facebook group for this project. And the goal simply is to go on there and have continued conversations Yes. to have like a place where you can go and say, Hey guys, uh, I'm having a hard time with this. Like what, what have you done that helped, that helped you with this? Yeah. Or like, Oh, this thing like really worked for me. If, um, let me just share with you and like, maybe it could help somebody else. Yes. So that's like what the, the yeah. heart of that is. And, um, tools and like, venues, just like a gathering place for us to, to talk about, you know, how we can live more fulfilled lives yeah. and, and yeah, really using social media as like a tool and a community meeting place. Like, I think maybe like that's what the original tent intent has become and not this like. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, you get advertisements in and you get, you know, right. fake news in and, and money and, and you get selling memes. And, yeah. yeah. And so then it becomes less. Yeah. I remember getting on social media and like just posting a thought, you know, mm -hmm. and like leaving it there and then having other people put their thoughts down. And that's what it was. Or, you know, activities. This is what I'm doing. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. But it's less and less. Than, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, it's ha- it's had to it's had it's evolved so much and become this like such a giant thing that our kids are growing up in a totally different generation where we're gonna literally have to teach them how to guard themselves from social online, just like yeah. totally different than like kid pics and Oregon Trail. That's not the same. <laughs> like that's what oh, I grew up on. We're just gonna date ourselves. Yeah, we're old. We're old. <laughs> Oregon Trail was a real thing. It and wasn't these... just a <laughs> a funny T-shirt. <laughs> Mac computer lab. <laughs> so cool. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it when I see, you know, high schoolers. And I, I mean, we're not very, we're not that old. You know, when we're 80 years old, we're going to hit ourselves. We're going to, our future selves are going to punch our current selves to thinking we're old right now because right. we're not. We're not old. We're yeah. not. But it's still, we're old enough that we can now look back and say, whoa, we were really young back then. <laughs> we yeah. did not get it or understand it. Well, it's kind of cool. I just had this realization like yesterday that we we sort of started, we, we were alive and conscious enough at sort of the beginning of this like technology revolution yeah. that has really just transformed the past like 20, 30 years of, yeah. you know, our existence. And Well, seeing cell phones come into yeah. daily play and computers, and everything. computers come into daily yeah. play and yeah, writing, you know, writing out your essays on the computer and printing mm-hmm. it out instead of writing it by hand. Mm-hmm. Thinking printers. Yeah. <laughs> Remember so, old school. <laughs> yeah. Thinking but this is, so it's really easy for me to get caught up in the negativity of the technology because mm. there's a lot of negative with, with it. But mm. I think that this uh, podcast is an expression of like the positive yeah. of like, oh, we live in such a cool time. Yes. Like ne- Like 25 years ago, we could never, ever have done this. We'd have to have a radio show. We would have to have a radio show. We'd have to have a lot of money. We would have yeah. to, it would... You know, and so like this opportunity that we have with technology is, is insane. Yeah. And where we have like individual people who are podcasting and have higher followers than CNN is just I know. mind-blowing. I know. It's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. It's so. it's exciting though. Um, hopefully it means that people, again, it comes back to that personal responsibility. People who are doing podcasts and having uh, YouTube channels and, you know, creating their own vlogs and um, writing blogs and having their own websites. It's like a lot of it is a person's opinion on something. And so hopefully uh, people are taking personal responsibility for, you know, how am I presenting myself to others? How am I encouraging others? And, you know, I think that it's important to remember this is our perspective and we're not giving our opinion as fact. We're giving our opinion so that hopefully it connects and inspires um, but we are not experts in any way. I mean, I think that's yeah. important to say. Well, you are an expert in coaching, but for fitness and health. I mean, I have put in some time there, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's always still more to learn. Yeah, and always still room to be like humble and to provide like, yeah. like like I said from when I learned with my my mentor, like frameworks versus answers is yes. like always the way to go. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I equate it to um, being like a counselor. You know, counselors never say, hey, you did this thing wrong or that person did this thing wrong. Maybe in unique cases in order to help provide uh, some release mm-hmm. but and forgiveness of self. But I think ultimately they're guiding. They're helping to encourage somebody to go in a direction that they maybe wouldn't feel safe in and say, why don't you try thinking about that thing? Yeah. And so I think that um, kind of going back to being a certain kind of personality type and you know, we're exposing ourselves and being vulnerable ourselves and we're encouraging others to come on the show and do the same thing. 
and be intimate about like, this is what I think and feel. That's a big deal. That's a big ask. Yeah. That's a big ask. Um, and we understand that that's not just a flippant thing, you know, yeah, this is fun for us, but at the same time, we are hoping that it, um, gives people maybe a pathway and, and a safe, um, environment to go, to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, if they hear us talking about things a certain way and hear others talking about things a certain way, then they can say, well, maybe I can go there in my own head. Mm-hmm. you know, um, and think about things that I, I haven't been willing to think about, you know, maybe it hurts or maybe they just don't have the experience. And so I, I would love to hear, that's another thing about the Facebook group is I want to hear from people. I want to hear, you know, somebody say, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand what you guys are talking about. And I don't know how that's supposed to make an impact in my own life. And then getting a chance to say, well, why, why does that, you know, is there anger there? Is there hurt there? Is there frustration there? And like, what, what is there that you're really struggling with? And, you know, how can we encourage you to um, push yourself in a different direction that you've never done before? So I think there's just a pretty big spectrum of opportunity here. Yeah. That's kind of overwhelming. That's the limit. <laughs> yeah. I like being a little overwhelmed though. Yeah. I think it's good. Good. Yeah. Because then there's no, that means you're dreaming big, right? Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. It's not a narrow, like, yeah, small thing. It's like a big, it can go anywhere. It can have all these possibilities, you know? So I think that's a, yeah. Yeah. I think we have a very specific goal. Yep. Let's talk to people about what makes them feel alive. Yep. And then after that, let's maybe find some similarities and, and encourage others. Uh, but I think that you and I are both smart enough to say, uh, outside of that, you know, the sky's the limit, you know. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's Exactly. Let's see. Let's see if how people react and what they need from this experience. Yeah. Not even necessarily like what you need, but maybe just really enjoy hearing conversations from other people and it, it makes your week better at the yeah. very like, you know, yeah. smallest level, like then that's a win for me. And because that's what, that's a lot of what I get from listening to podcasts is like mm. a little shift in perspective, a little encouragement, a little positive direction. And then that's, that goes a long way. Mm. Mm-hmm. So do you have any uh, questions? I have some uh, wrap up things that we can talk about unless you have any additional uh questions mm. or thoughts um i mean i had more questions just about getting to know you better mm. and maybe um some of your motives a little bit you know you um are obviously a musician and a fitness coach but you also spend a lot of time outdoors mm-hmm. and there's a lot of risk and adventuring that happens in those kinds of situations but you know what's what's your drive for that for adventuring mm-hmm. mm, yeah because that's a huge part of what makes me feel alive mm-hmm. that's like uh there's some like really big pieces and that's a really big piece mm-hmm. and so like if i don't do that then i'm not a, as good of a human being mm-hmm. and uh what I is know, it about it that you love connecting with being outside is i believe an essential part of being a human mm-hmm. whether or not you like being outdoors or not <laughs> like that mm-hmm. is just yes. kind of how we're hardwired. And I know there's lots of people that are just like, I don't ever want to go camping or be outside. I don't like hiking, but you got to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so for me, it's just a really, I think it was kind of, it started when I was little of like all these experiences that I had and being outside and going hiking with um, 
people in my community and my grandfather and my dad and my parents and going camping every year. And, um, and then it's a, it's a way to see the most incredible places. Like, so we live in Washington state and I could probably never leave Washington and be like totally satisfied with like all of the amazing things that we have in the state. Yes. Um, but that's not going to happen. Obviously I got to go <laughs> see other stuff too. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but you could, if you, but wanted. you could. And just the, one of my favorite things that one of uh, my favorite climbers Alpinist says is the simpler you make it, the richer the experience becomes. Mm. And that when you're, when I'm outside and I'm adventuring and I'm like my, my two favorite ways to adventure would be either Alpine climbing or split boarding. And for anybody that doesn't know what splitboarding is, yeah. oh, okay. Split, <laughs> splitboarding is backcountry snowboarding. So it's a snowboard that's cut in half down the middle. You put skins on the bottom, you skin uphill just like a skier would. And then when you get to the top, you take your skins off, you put the board together and you snowboard down. What? It's the best thing ever. So you're like snowshoeing up and sort then of. you're snowboarding down it-ish. Yes. Snowshoeing, once you skin, it's called skinning when you go uphill. Once you've skinned one time, you'll never snowshoe again. But yes, in effect, <laughs> it's the same thing because it's so much more efficient and amazing and yeah. you don't sink in. You can be in like two feet of powder and you're still going to be like only sinking in six inches where if you're Your snowshoeing. Your split in half? Yeah. It's, it's and then you cool. go really, really fast with this board <laughs> well, down the hill? Well, relatively. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. you're cool with that? It clips together. Oh, it clips, oh, together. It clips together. It clips together. Um, <laughs> I would be thinking this thing is going to break. Yeah, so for me, there's this <laughs> there's this beauty of uh, simplicity. Like, mm. I'm doing physical work. It's generally hard when you're in the mountains. Like, that's my favorite place to express, like, being outside. Like, I love going to the beach and stuff, too. But generally, like, I'm talking about being in the mountains when I'm adventuring. Mm. Um, it's hard physical work and there's no distractions. You mm. can't do anything else. You're, you're like, you have to be in the moment. And so it's a, it's a prep for me. It's a practice of being present, which is, uh, which is obviously like, you have to pay attention to that if, if you want to do it or it's like not going to happen. You're just going to be, you know, it's yeah. very hard for most of us to be present very often. Yes. It's like something we have to like work on, right? That's like why we have meditation. We have all these different things that uh, are Happy to focus, helping yeah. us to be more present. And so I don't have to try to be present when I'm adventuring. I am present. Yeah, when, I'm, just, when I'm alpine climbing, I am thinking about where is my foot going to go and where is my hand going to go hmm. so that I do not die. You know, there's like, there's <laughs> no room for like, mm -hmm. oh, oh yeah, I got to do this thing tomorrow at work. There's mm. not, that's, that's not there. It's gone. Hmm. And so that, and so that comes back like to the simplicity of like the simpler you make it, the richer the experience becomes. And he's, you know, I think he's really just talking about being a hundred percent present in whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Or some people might call it like flow. Hmm. Yeah. Also another way of, of using it. And yeah, there's just so many good things about it. Yeah. But it's, and it has evolved and like you talked about risk earlier. And I think that there's a, there's certainly risk in doing anything, but yeah. there's not more risk than driving here today. Hmm. And when you like, it's like being a kid and learning how to walk, right? You, you stumble and then you fall and then you get a little better and then, then you run and now you're jumping off tables and now you're yeah. <laughs> like the other day. <laughs> I said in my, I literally said, 
let's be safe about how we jump off the windowsill, please. <laughs> like, what? And I just started laughing to myself. Like, did I actually just say that out loud? What? Talking to my daughter, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, let's take our socks off so we don't slip when yeah. we're jumping off the windowsill. Your toes need better grip, honey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but anyways, to all that to say <laughs> that you your skill level increases. And so, therefore, like, when I'm doing these things, I don't feel like I'm being risky. I don't mm. feel like I'm taking risks. I don't mm. feel like I am getting an adrenaline rush. In fact, if I get an adrenaline rush, that means something went terribly wrong. Ah, so, interesting. So, there, there's a little bit of a misconception, I feel like, with, um, with, like, risk and climbing and adventuring and Whereas like most people that are out there doing this stuff are, don't feel like they are thrill seekers. Hmm. Like I've, there's a very big distinction for me between jumping out of a plane, like wingsuit jumpers yes. and like maybe, and like that is like adrenaline seeking type stuff, right? Yeah. You, I, it's hard to say like your skill yeah. level is so good that you don't get it. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I haven't like researched that, but. It would be crazy to me if they didn't get an adrenaline rush from that. Maybe it, it's lower as they do it more and more, right? I don't know. But I even know like I a race car driver. Yeah. Like I bet the first time they go 200 miles an hour around the track, they get like a massive adrenaline rush. But then over time, as their skill level in, improves and, and they get better. Yes. And how long did it take them to get to the point where they're now driving this like car that's just, you know, a machine that is made to go fast? It's probably, they're probably not getting a huge adrenaline rush. Now they're thinking like, okay, what's Strategy, yeah. how I'm gonna pass this, like unless like you said they're out of the moment something's wrong yeah yeah and then yeah yeah interesting huh that's so interesting so there you go I don't know that's kind of a weird uh, a nice side side road no over here, but. no I think it's totally it's 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 intertwined with everything you know those are you said certain things that make sense that other people can also pick up and use which is staying present staying in the moment I think that's really really difficult. Um, you know, when you're holding this phone, this tool all the time, it's so easy to get distracted and be in the moment with a piece of technology mm-hmm. instead of being in the moment with um, the things you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't want to dwell on what we're thinking about. And I think that plays back into social media and this idea that, you know, I work really hard all day and I'm tired and I just want to relax. And so I'm going to sit here and just fiddle fart around. That's a tra- technical term, by the way. Fiddle fart. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm not around children all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, you know, we're sitting there thinking, um, "I deserve this. I deserve to just sit and relax, and you know, mm-hmm. dink around on social media." And that's and, not to say that there's not some value in that. Yeah, certainly. yeah. If you're checking in with people, or you know, if you're like you said, which you know, trying to use it as a tool. But if you're if you're using it to distract yourself from the moment, and if you're not being present, then mm. Maybe there's something you're supposed to be thinking about. Yeah. You know, maybe there's something that's on your head and on your heart that you are choosing to say, I don't want to go there because I'm quote unquote tired. I'm, I'm or whatever tired. The excuse or whatever. Is, but you don't yeah. want to go there and deal with it. I don't yeah. want to go there and deal with it. I yeah. want to go there and deal with it. And so I'm going to distract myself mm-hmm. by, you know, maybe catching up with somebody else and saying, hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? You know, what's new in your life? Yeah. Um, instead of, you know, I think for me, a challenge that I'm feeling as I'm starting to get back on social media again, because I definitely took a big break. Um, I was not on social media at all, except to like post pictures of my kids and, you know, keep extended family and friends updated on how they're doing. 
But now I'm diving back into it for myself and using it as a tool for myself. I'm trying to make the decision to say, well, I'm going to use it to say something. Mm -hmm. What am I going to say? You know, if I get an opportunity to speak into somebody else's life, even if it's just for a second when they're looking at it while they're scrolling, what am I going to say that is going to love on them and encourage them? And so that's been challenging for me and helped me to kind of put me in a present state of mind, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, but yeah, I think that most people can relate to being outside. And, you know, I'm not an outdoorsy person. I'm, I don't or snowboard or yeah. rock climb or right, just any like, of those just things. Just walking outside. Exactly. But I yeah. go for walks all the time. Yeah. Almost every single day I go for a walk. And it's, um, you know, I, I love the ocean. I love that we live by the giant ocean. We live by the Puget Sound. We have tons of lakes and rivers and waterfalls. And for me, that's really powerful because, I mean, if you're experiencing water in the, you know, outside world and not just, you know, inside, it's, pretty apparent that it's a big and beautiful and incredible thing. And it hopefully takes you out of whatever distractions have you have in your mind and puts you into, wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people can res- resonate. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. And relate. Relate. Resolate. <laughs> resolate. Let's just make up a new Dang word. It. Um, I do that too. I will straight up use a word and you'll look at me and you'll be like, no, that's pretty sure that's not a word. Not a thing. I'm pretty sure you just put things together. Anyways. Cool. Yeah. I think, I think we accomplished our goal. What do you think? Yeah. I just want to, uh, kind of wrap it up with a a call to action. Um, so we, we want to hear from you. Yeah. Like we want to interact with you. I want to hear from you. Yeah, Shara wants to hear from you. Yeah. So you can either go to our website, theforgottenartproject.com, and you can email us down at the bottom. Um, or you can also send an email to theforgottenartstories at gmail.com. And um, if you would like to be on the podcast, or mm-hmm. if you have a friend, um, that would like to, you know, have this conversation and just talk about like what's going on in your life. Please reach out to us. We we would love to hear from you. We do. We are um, lining up interviews right now, and um, Shara is your point person for that. So um, you can get on a phone call with her. You can email conversation with her. And she'll she'll set you up. And then at the very least, we and like she said earlier, we know that's a, like a, a bit of a of an ask. Uh, to come on and share with, you know, however many people are going to listen to this. Hopefully more than like four. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe 25. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But um, at the very least, we would love for you to just uh, come on to our our Facebook group. So Mm. so send us an Mm -hmm. email or a message on um, Facebook so we can add you to our group. and, And even if you're not you know, actively asking questions or, or whatever, then, but you could see like what other people are talking about. And maybe yeah. that, maybe that adds value for you in that way. We'd love to have you be um, a part of that. So. Yeah. I mean, we obviously are excited to talk to people that feel like they are in a place in life where they are already moving in you know, moving in a direction where they're doing things that allow them to feel alive, mm-hmm. um, whether they've been doing it for a long time or not. And 
we think that's really exciting to hear that perspective. We're obviously really interested in hearing from people who don't know those questions and haven't asked themselves those questions like we talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think the Facebook group is an incredible opportunity for people to make a physical first step to right. say, what, uh, what is that question for myself? And do I hear something or see something or read something um, in this group that maybe helps me to, to um, choose what that question is for myself? Yeah, admit yeah. You, maybe you feel stuck or you don't have that catalyst, that exactly. spark yet. But yeah. then, but now you're thinking about it. Yes. Like then we've accomplished our goal. Exactly. That's our goal. If, yes. if like you're thinking about that question, then great. Yeah. That, like that's what we want. Yeah. That's definitely our, you know, our goal is to encourage. Yeah. To encourage others to to try this for themselves and to look at the people in their lives and encourage them to do it, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Thank All you, right. David. Yeah, thanks, Shara. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, future Jeremy Work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and thanks, everybody, for, for listening today. Uh, we will talk with you soon. Yeah. All right, everybody. So I hope you have a good idea of the background and kind of why we started this and, and what we're doing with it. And uh, we have also recorded a whole bunch of your stories already. And so we're going to release the first one tomorrow. And then after that, our goal is to release them weekly as we can. So uh, we're just really excited. I know we've been kind of kind of blown away by the incredible things that are happening in each other's lives and, and the stories that you guys have to share. And we have gotten a huge amount of value in learning from you. So we can't wait to share more with you. Um, be sure to subscribe if you don't already. Thanks so much for checking out our latest episode. Be sure to check out the show notes for any links and additional info related to this episode. You can find us on the web at theforgottenartproject.com. And we also want to make sure and let you guys know about our Facebook group. Check out our Facebook page and click on the link to our group and we will make sure and add you. It's a great opportunity to continue the conversations that we are having during our interviews. And we would love to have you be a part of it. If you have a great story or you know somebody that has a great story that you think would be a great fit for our show, please feel free to use the contact form on our website or email us at theforgottenartstories at gmail.com. We would love to hear about how you are pursuing what makes you alive. If you'd like to support this project, we've created an opportunity for you to do so. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the forgotten art project. And for as little as a cup of coffee or $4 a month, you can help us move this project forward and get some new equipment. Our first goal really is just to get some nicer equipment. You can hear how nice this microphone sounds. We'd like to get a few more of these so that the audio quality sounds fantastic for all of you folks to hear. We are truly honored to get to share your story.